Welcome everyone to this special roundtable edition of the official UE podcast for Game 121 here in Season 3, Week 18. First joining us as usual is my co-host, Daryl. How's it going, sir? <laughs> it's going. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> That's about as much as you're going to get. Yes. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. How much Pro Plus do you need right now? <laughs> That's the problem. I'm on, I'm on the, I need to stay away from it. I'm on a Red Bull come down <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Oh fuck! Okay, okay. I think I, I think I may have come close to the world record of consuming Red Bull. This. So you've had, you've now got like the resting heart rate, so, uh, heart rate of a serial killer. Of drinking, then the Red Bull comes. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning at six, convulsing. So we'll see. So I, I went to, I went to a bar once and was having a uh, double vodka and something called Red Devils. It's like, it's an energy drink, but it's like more of a strawberry sort, of cherry sort of flavour. And honestly, mate, I, I didn't sleep that night. I had way too many. It's fucking mental. I must have done but, uh, 30 plus over this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy git. Jesus, no wonder your throat's fucked, man. Yeah. Um, also joining us, we've got uh, Tondello, ma- Tondello manager, Nathan Callow. How's it going, sir? Uh, Potage bomb foam. How are we doing, boys? <laughs> Bondella noosh, sir. Bondella hey. noosh. <laughs> How are we? You all right? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. All good, good. good. And finally completing the round table is none other than real Mallorca manager, Andy Young. How's it going, sir? Yeah, I'm good, bud. Yourself? All good, man. All good. Apart from Daryl, but we're all good. The dream. <laughs> this is the dream, boys. I'm living the dream. <laughs> Imagine contacting like an alien race and Daryl's the, the campaign poster for living the dream. <laughs> Honestly, it's lucky <laughs> this is it, He sounds it. Lucky this isn't a video. I'm like a sweaty mess. You know, we just get out of the bath and the skin's all wrinkly. I'm that without having the bath. <laughs> oh, like some kind no. of speed come down, you know? It's just a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> Not good. I woke up this morning thinking a spot I had on my arm had burst, but it was actually just me drooling on myself. It's, it's, oh for fuck's sake <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll finish off i think with, you, with your your Black tales of woe <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when he drinks too much cherry aid oh, yeah i wish it was just cherry aid it'd have been easier oh. in this mess but yeah we're good <clears throat> fucking hell all right then so uh obviously let's uh, jump into it how was how was our weeks daryl uh yeah good really good um apart from both my centre backs, well, one centre back and his backup both got injured, which is annoying. Um, but I won 2 0. Yeah. So, Groningen, good result, that. Yeah, it is. Because Groningen are really tough to beat. Like, he sets them up, you know, proper bus parking, but he does it well where he's sneaking wins and stuff. So, I, I tried something a bit different, um, try and kept it wide. So, he couldn't really break me down. I, I pulled out a pressure play and tried to play, tried to play football and it come off. Um, yeah, so 2-0 keeps me second. Uh, four points of third, nine points clear now of fourth. So, but Dave has now drawn two in a row, so I'm only five points behind Dave. So, I'm just it, like, I, ah. yeah, yeah. Are, are, are you, with, are you uh, thinking, Steve is, is it on, do you think, pr- promotion? I mean, like, that, that gap's nice now, isn't it? That's a nine really nice gap. Eight to go, it will be my fault if I don't go. Yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm yeah. cocky, but if I don't, it will be my fault. You know, but to be nine points clear of fourth with eight to go, there's no excuse, really. So if I don't, it will be me. It's fucked that up. So I'm quietly. Uh, and, what, and obviously looking at your league, I mean, um, 
looking at my league, so, I am the third what, what do you best think of... defense team in the league. Have you ever seen a game where I don't consider? <laughs> no, definitely not. But I, I was going to say, I mean, what's your thoughts on Percy? I mean, um, Brooke Percival. Percy's he's... had some real rough injuries yeah, in a up real and down. time, man. And injuries, is it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's lost. Yeah. He's lost. Uh, he's lost quite a lot of players at the wrong time and multiple positions. You know, like positions as well. And he's lost the cover. Um, it will be super tough because. Steve seems to have Cole set up just where he wants it. Um, yep. And, you know, Andrew at Feyenoord's doing a real good job. It will be super tough. Percy now. I think he's got some... Maybe, you know, he's a little bit reserved. Like, damn, I'm not making it. Um, but I think injuries have just screwed him. Yeah, it will be super tough because Steve's playing really well. Still Very good well, point, mate. Though. Still always be the bridesmaid. <laughs> always, always behind. But I do need to be nice to Steve because I need Louise to be mains this week. If you, if you wouldn't, so Steve, you know what I mean? Chat, chat to her, sort her out. Because <laughs> I'm now Fair thinking, enough. like, where I'm thinking is, you know, five points, eight to go. Maybe I go catch Dave. Maybe he's in his little slump. Maybe I try and get Dave. You know, maybe I could win the league. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, nothing wrong there. Five points with eight to have go. Have it's got to be worth a Close it, it there. Keep, yeah, you've got to be consistent, in you? And you're, you're catching. Just imagine if I had sent my turn when I played him, eh? Just imagine. Definitely, definitely. And uh, how about you, Andy? Another good, yeah, another, not... well, another win. <laughs> so, <it's> unsurprising. <laughs> yeah, another March, good win. Know. To be fair, we played bottom of the league and, uh, well... We had a full team barring our centre mid to pick from this week, so uh, it was a nice change, to say the least. But yeah, we had, what, nine of the 11 over 90, nice. which was uh, a bit nice. And Nicolas Pepe, the one they said that just didn't play, has now won seven goals in five games and played at 95 and got a man of the match. So all it took was an SA change. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, because I think we've all sort of discussed that sort of thing before. I, I think, like, you know, especially in the um, Discord chat, I, I've um, I sort of was thinking, giving a lot of thought to. Uh, I had Chara, who's a wide forward with flair and gamesmanship, and it just wasn't clicking. Um, and I changed the gamesmanship uh, to composure, and yeah, he seems to be like all guns firing now. It seems to like there's there's obviously certain combinations for certain players or positions that seem to work much better. Oh, definitely. I mean, I swapped uh, free kicks off of Pepe and put on Poser. And, well, as I said, well, since then, he's scored seven goals in five. And he's averaged probably in them five games, 94, 95 most weeks. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, it's been a game changer. When I signed him, he was obviously on low confidence. Um, and in them five weeks, he's now up to excellent on confidence. So, that very nice, shows just got to keep it going now. Very much so. And do you, how do you feel like the other guys around you? I mean, it looks like pretty pretty solid chance for Steve Oliver to take Jenner up. Um, still a good fight though between quite a few of them. Yeah, Payok, Lazio, Sevilla, uh, Porto, all all in with a shout, aren't they? Well, you, you you can go down as far as Granada and say that, you know, they're all in with a shout. I mean, you, you don't write Dale off. Dale's more than capable of pulling something out. Yep. Um, Steve at Lazio, if he got his tactics right, he'd beat most teams. 
He's got a crack inside, um, doesn't he? To be fair, that oh, yeah. David Payock, though, he's, he's set his team up really good. You wouldn't look at his team and think, you know, no disrespect, but like, oh my God, but he's got them, well, he's got that well set up how he wants to play and stuff with them, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting him to be quite so far off the pace at this point, though. Yeah, well, oh, okay. he'll be closer to you. Well, yeah, you think he's 12, 12 points off me at the minute. Um, sitting down in third, and you, you, I was expecting him to be a lot closer, given how well he played last season and what he did last season. Um, it was the only team that I couldn't get the better of. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it I just, he just wasn't dropping points. Yeah, remember you said um, last time you were. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is yeah. interesting. I mean, I have focused on the league, and I've a field fielded weaker sides in the Europa uh, Euro Cup, but. A weaker side is still good enough to beat a lot of teams, given some of the players I've got. You know, when I'm bringing in players like Bakioko, who's a 39 centre-back, he's a backup, and Spinazzola, who can play 38 in six positions, you know, as much as they are backups, they are as good as a lot of players, a lot of teams' first-choice players. So, yeah. it's given me... I've had a lot of... I've created, put a lot of flexibility into the team. Um, but I've done it through versatility instead of putting in so many, um, so many different players. It's very hard to keep them all happy when you get to that point. So I've gone with players that can play in multiple positions across the midfield or defence, and and it's paid off. Very much so. I mean, you have a, you have a fucking absolute stormer of a season. Do you, uh, yeah. what? Obviously, yeah, you're, you're pretty much nailed on. I think to obviously to go up. Um, what's what's your sort of views and aspirations for like next season in the Prem? Um, I think the Prem's a different ball game. You know, you've got some very good managers in there. Um, you've got people that have been around a long time. You know, you expect mm -hmm. the best of the best to be in that league. Um, and it just goes to show, you know, you, you look at people like Ross, who, who's been struggling, but he's still picking up wins. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you, you look at Napoli sitting down at the bottom, all it all it's taken is a bit more, bit of time and a bit of commitment, and they're now picking up points. You know, so I mean, we're, we're, we're <laughs> over him, and he's he's. I think you can scrub off a couple of win, uh, the losses he had at the start because he, he's obviously trying to turn it how he wants that team. But I mean, when you look at it real realistically, last four games he's took eight points out of a possible twelve. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it makes a massive difference, and that's the difference mm. in the quality of manager as you move up through the leagues. Um, I mean. Realistically, I want to. Obviously, I, I want to stay in the league first and foremost. I think there are um, no problems there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if I'm honest, you know, I want to be pushing on for a Champions League place come come the end of the season. But yeah, that's, that's, that's where I see league. you minimum. That's where I see you minimum. Mate, to be I, honest, bare, yeah, bare minimum. I, you know, you you know, when you're talking about your own team, you always you know you don't want to you don't want to blow your trumpet too much. <laughs> but honestly, team you've got there, mate. Yeah, you're top six. Top six, easy. Mm, definitely. That that team, and the way you've got it set up, and the way you play, you know, and, and the way you know how to change into when you need to get something in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think top yeah. six, easy for, for you. Um, I don't think you'll be, I don't think you'll be as difficult as you, as, you know, you naturally think. I think we all do it, don't you? You go up, you're like, ooh. But then you get a couple of games in, you're like, actually, do you know what I mean? I can take this lot on. But, and I think, I think you'll that's, be just yeah. like, that, that's a really good point, Barcelona Daz. Barcelona thing up 
where you look at the table now, everyone under Barcelona, I would say your team's a little bit better than right now. Yeah. And so then it will be pushing them guys, Barcelona, up. Yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, I thought the same about this division, and there's some great sides in this division, but. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not just about having a team. It's about tactically getting it right. Yeah. You know, finding something. That, a lot of people put so much focus on countering the other team's tactics. Um, but I think if you've got the right players with the right stats and you play to your strengths, you'll beat most teams anyway. Mm, yeah, fair point. I, you I, know, I mean, things to me, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I like to try and find that happy medium I, I do look at what teams might like usually play like what they like to play um where they might be weak uh and then i sort of think you know can i also yeah so it's like a mix of all that plus playing to my strengths as well yeah so it, it's like a really nice blend of of everything there um yeah I, but i agree and also like what you were saying dara i think that's a spot-on question because i think like uh sorry point but um when I first went up in season two to the Prem, it was like, yeah, I looked at all the teams like, fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, this is, I'm going to get spanked. It's going to be embarrassing. I'm going to go straight down. And you get like sort of six, seven games into it. And I was just like, okay, I'm, you know, I can do, I can do this. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just getting a good, good run and a bit of confidence behind it. It's yeah. It does the world of good. Look at the teams that came up this season. Yeah. You know, you, you look at Katafi, they don't look out of place at all. No, no, he's he's done really well. I think um, I think Ross is starting to turn it around as well. Um, and obviously, Dan yeah, at yeah, Dan at Bologna, he's 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 always been good in these games. And I think give him another season, you know, and once he gets it, how he wants, because I yeah, you know, I think it's it's a big change going up to the Prem um, in any league. And I think you know, once he gets it, how he wants it, I think he's going to be a, a massive force as well. Uh, yeah, he's not going to be going down anytime soon. He'll. he'll uh, He'll be up there. I think I can only see Dan going higher and pushing up higher. Mm. I can see them changing still. Depends how focused. Sorry, mate. I can see them bottom three changing. That's that's actually um, interesting as well, Daryl, isn't it? It's it's, uh, like how how focused someone is on a game. I mean, you can easily sort of lose focus, drift away, get back into real life, sort of forget about all this game and and doing it, you know, doing your turns properly how you normally would. And you can easily slip from. Well, anywhere, really. Uh, yeah, so move on anyway. We go to, the, obviously, our, our good uh, good fellow oh, fellow Southern Division guy. Uh, Nath, I mean, obviously, doing really well with Tondela. Another win. Yes, mate. Getting rid of those, rid of those draws. Yeah, it's about time, isn't it? But um, no, you know yeah, what? This week, this week was a really he's, tough he's, week. You nearly had as many more draws than you had wins at one point. <laughs> I did. I did. I think they were equal, weren't they? And only one loss. That's the mental <laughs> thing. It's so good. Such a good record other than too many draws. And you're the but highest yeah. goal scorers in the league, aren't you? I am now, yeah. mate. Yes. Yeah. So long as we can keep uh, keep hitting some goals, you know, we're, uh, we're in with a chance of going up. Um, obviously, this week's game was was really tough. Um, I think Toby can consider himself very unlucky to come out of that with a with a loss. But why was that? Accuracy. He's got a very strong squad there. Um, he's the home team. Um, stats are equal pretty much down the board. Mm-hmm. And you know, while the goals are flying in close to the end, he's hit a shot off the inside of the post that's gone into the keeper's arms. You know that that kind Ooh. of thing there is is the difference between a draw and a win. 
So yeah, I do. I do think he was he was unlucky with that one. But so it's it's still crazy how tight it is there. I mean, like you That's know, madness, yeah, there's only points. like six six points separates it down to yeah. yeah sorry, go on, Darren. Yeah, six points down to what seventh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, the entire top half of the league could still go up or or win the league. Yeah, and, yeah, and all yeah. and all good records, all all of them have got yeah. good re- even like down to sort of like your Phil McCows and and Deportivo's all decent records. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's going to be a dogfight for anybody that wants to go up. I actually wanted. I nearly. Uh, I nearly asked for it. Did you? I did. Oh well, that would have been them out of the promotion, then, wouldn't it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got more. I got more points in second than anyone in that league. So don't even come at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him! He's got to feel relevant, hasn't he? <laughs> so there's, there's not been many games. Terry will tell you that I've been able to do this. I'm going to milk it. Nah, play. Yeah, he's, he loves it. <laughs> Absolutely loves it. You got uh, an- another good fixture um, potentially for. I mean, obviously, you know it's, it's a tough league and all that. Like all, all the leagues are. But obviously, you must be looking at Laverno and thinking, you know, we've got to be going for free here. Well, the next three fixtures I'm looking at, if I'm honest, I'm, obviously we'll get the first one out, Livorno. Um, but he could be he could be a difficult one to break down because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's the defend deep support defense combo, which is which is going to be difficult. But um, looking beyond that, it's um, it's going to be Palmer and it's going to be Verona. So I've got to look at them games. and I've, they're, games they're the games you need to win, aren't they? You need Very to much so. In a league that tight, to now yeah. get a stretch of nine points, put you in a really strong position at the end of that. I agree with you. I agree with you there, mate. How did you get on this week, Tail? <laughs> you won't. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an uneventful, uneventful weekend for for me. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, just quiet, nice and quiet. You know, we just uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we won in the league. That was a really good win. Um, beat Ben Bagshaw's Real Madrid two one. Um, just just decided. I I I, I think I gave too much respect. Every time I've played him, it's it's been like tried. He's got such a fucking good team. You look at it on paper, it looks insane. And I thought, you know what? I just thought, fuck it, go for it. Just you know, what's 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 the worst that's going to happen? I need to win. I need to, you know, I want to be relevant in the title race. Uh, and I'd lost a couple of games recently. I thought, fuck it, let's just go for it. Absolutely go for it. And yeah, it paid off. You know, we got a really nice two-one win. Um, so that was good. It kept us. I think we're third. A um, couple of points away from those below us, and sort of reasonably close to the two above us. So that was good, and yeah, and then just like you know, little little Champions League game, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we lost in the Champions League. Uh, I suppose we're going to touch on this, didn't we? So oh, where to begin? So I lost two one. Um, I'd set up for how I. 40 hours of scouted Mickey a million times. Uh, and it, and yeah, you know, I spoke to Ian Hall when this all went down because he came to me. So I said, what's going on? And I kind of just said to him, I was like, if you were playing Mickey, how do you think he plays? And he actually got like the previous game that I played him. He got his tactics absolutely nailed on guessing. And I was just like, I thought it was funny. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I played him and I said, it's a very J-esque setup. And I, thought, I never thought anything too much of it. And then a couple of people sort of said, came to me and said, 
something dodgy had been going on. I was like, oh, all right, fair enough. So I approached Mickey and he told me pretty much straight off the bat that Jay had come to him and told him what to play. Uh, Jay denies it. He said he went, well, at the time he denied it, said he went to Mickey um, and Mickey asked him for advice on tactics, which Mickey denied. Uh, yeah, back and forth, back and forth, all that sort of shit. Um, it sort of got dragged out and dragged out. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't too bothered at first that like it was a bit annoying that like two guys who are considered friends who would sort of go to that length to try and stop someone else winning in a game um but it was more like for me like mickey was constantly denying anything went wrong and i was asking for he was sent me a, a screenshot where jay had told him what to play and he said that's what happened i asked him if i could see more of the screenshots like what followed from that and he wouldn't send anything so i thought that's a bit weird uh, Jay started phoning in other managers and sort of saying, well, you know, well, Terry, uh, he went to Ross and told him what to play against me, which, you know, Ross denied. And we both showed screenshots of our chat. Never happened. Jay, he, he just scouted my game against Jay and said he liked what he saw and he was going to copy. Uh, and, he, and he didn't. He actually changed. He changed a slightly different formation and slightly different tactics. But um, the principle, he just liked what I tried to do against him and it worked. So he tried the same um and there was other things like i coerced mickey uh, even though i hadn't spoke to him since july so it was just all bollocks and it's and I, yeah obviously you guys all know there's this forum thing with posts i put up and it was more i, I didn't want my name get dragged through the mud and my character because i think i like to think i'm a, a good guy I, I know i banter and maybe i give a little bit too much shit sometimes to obviously like jace from what he's saying he only had to say stop though and i would have stopped I, yeah i'm not that much of an arsehole um, but he gives it, I give it back. That's, yeah, that's what banter is. And we all do it. Um, yeah. So that's uh, pretty much where we're up to. I mean, he, he was denying everything saying that like, he never, it wasn't revenge. It wasn't this, that and the other. And then other people, uh, showed sort of evidence to the contrary. So it was just like, you know, it was very much deliberate in what they were doing. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to say anything on it, uh, Nath. Um, um, so yeah, to be fair, I've, I'm you know, I'm in agreement with you. Um, from what I've seen, it it did look um, it does come across as premeditated, definitely. You know, um, like there was an agenda there. But what makes what makes some people tick doesn't make others tick, does it? You know, we all have different motivations, and somebody you can say somebody who's who's maybe had his nose put out of joint felt the need to to uh retaliate i guess mm. see i i don't know like i've spoken to jay a lot like not about this but over the time and i just think i just think for me it's i can't get in the mindset of what they're thinking because i think for some people that this game is a lot more fucking important than i could ever imagine yeah I, you know, definitely i, I think it's part just of the it game is, but it's the obsession to be better than you from because you're being in the same league now champions league i don't know if it's personal or it's just that mad desire on a game level you know seems, what I mean? like the latter. it seems like the latter to me I, I think it's just that desperation to be to be considered good and be respected and i've yeah there's a few guys who are like that in the in the game and yeah we all know who they are um i don't get that I, it doesn't bother me yeah, but does you that know, make it, it, okay to play devil's advocate yeah, yeah, make it. it wrong. No, no, that, no, that doesn't that make serious. it wrong. And that, I, I think I, that's where my yeah, head's yeah. at with it. Like, he really yeah. thought, he was really worried 
Mickey was going to put out a weak team and he was going to lose a chance to get in Champions League. I, I kind of, in a weird, twisted way, get the motivation. But right, I just, it's it's not life or death, is it? It's UE. No, right? no. Like, and to and... start the the lack of, you know, there's friendship there that now gets tested because you think, Jesus Christ, over a game that you would do something like that, you know? And it's yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. that I hated before. It's that, that side of the game that I've never liked. And me and you, Taylor, we've spoken about yeah, we this both, many Yeah, years. we both spoke about you know, that. Yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago, we've mentioned it about like, Jesus Christ, you just don't take it that serious, you know? And I do it for the friendship. And then when you hear something like this, you know, from both Mickey and Jay, like to you, it's just like, come on, guys, you really need to win or get one over him that bad, you know? And I just can't yeah. get my head in that headspace to, to justify it being the right thing. But is it cheating? Is it wrong? No, of course not. It's ridiculous. Uh, but I don't know. It's just not a way that I w I could ever play, you know? Yeah, no, I, you, I think you've hit it on the head there. It's a desperation mm. for respect. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? I think I think if if he just, you know, if he, he had my respect, he, he beat me about two weeks ago in the league and he had my respect for that. And... I messaged him and said, "Congrats, well done. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you done it. Yeah, sort of thing. So no problems, absolutely no problems. And then I did the same back to him, beat him the following week in the Champions League this time, rather than the league. Nothing like that. That four days of like, you know, you, you know, Nath never came on Discord, never, you know, never chatted on WhatsApp. And I kind of thought, okay, maybe, yeah. And I thought sort of, maybe I'll go a little bit because it was just purely to get him back in the chat. And we all said, don't it? When he came back in, he's like, yeah, hey, yeah, he's back, fucking brilliant, you know. And that's it." All, all fine that's all fine and dandy um yeah you sort of like just yeah just having a bit of a giggle uh, um i don't know i mean i i draw the line but i mean like i said like i, I don't no it's there's there is nothing cheating about going to a manager and and talking dis, yeah discussing tactics yeah, and stuff like that we've all had this conversation it's, we've all we've all it's, had yeah, a conversation yeah. with and a manager I, I at think, some point like fuck i can't I, beat I this think, guy what do you reckon yeah. yeah, and I think it might be Mark Roan or someone like that on the forum said it's that grey area though of when you go up to someone and you're telling them exactly what to play mm -hmm. it, because like like I said I'm I'm yeah we we all pay money for this we pay season tickets seventy five quid so it's not just a fucking you know it's not just a free game yeah it doesn't matter sort of thing you know, we're invested in it time you know, especially us Daryl with the the, mm -hmm. the podcast yeah, and yeah. and all that you invest your time your energy into it and you, you know, I'm like for me, I'm taking it seriously for once. I'm actually trying. I'm actually putting in the effort. And I look at it like it's a test. It's a manager versus manager test. If I get beaten by a manager, it's like hats off. You're smarter than me. You did it better. Well done. It's not manager versus three other managers. It's not that. And that's where I thought it was a bit shit. You know, um, I didn't say it was cheating. And I said to Ben, I mean, at the time he said, well, I'm not going to ban anyone when he's talked to me on the phone. And I was like, well, I'm, I didn't say that. And I don't want anything, anyone banned. I said, I'm just bringing it up to you that this is what's gone on because the reason why I, had, I was a bit concerned was you know, there's, there's, you know, you know, this Daryl from doing the podcast, uh, draw for the champions league. You can't have two manager, a uh, manager, sorry, with two teams in the same group because they can influence the outcome of that group. And what they, them two have done is essentially that they've tried to influence the outcome of the group. Um, because if I played what Mickey had originally sent before Jay had intervened, there was, there was, he, he, I didn't know this, by the way. He filled, he sent me the screenshot. He basically filled a second string because he didn't want any injuries and he was already out. 
and he hadn't even picked a fucking as uh, marking system. So I'm I'm through. I think yeah, without being cocky or anything like that, I think anyone playing that team would have gone through. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it just feels shit. It feels like you know you you've tried uh, you know you're trying your best against all the best teams in the in the game, and someone's just come in and intervened just because they've got the shit on over something. And he was messaging me like about 10 minutes ago saying, look, I was just looking for a fair game because of what happened in the first one between me and Mickey. And it's like, I can't control what Mickey plays. Mickey had four players injured and one player suspended. He still played 90% of his first team. Do you know what I mean? And the one player that was shit in there was like this free roll where Mickey and Ben's confirmed this. Mickey didn't put anything down like to replace the injured player originally in that slot. So the computer put in, you know what the computer's like? It puts in some dog shit in there. And he had a dog shit player in there. And Jay has took umbrage to that. Now, if he had a problem with that, he should have took that out with Mickey. Not me. I didn't pick that team. I just beat what's in front of me. Simple as that. Um, and yeah, and Jay was saying to me earlier, I was just looking for a fair game. It's like, how is... And all I replied to him was, like I said... You wanted a fair game. Now reread that and wonder why I was pissed off with you. I want a fair game. I want to test myself against a manager, not half the fucking the the group. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, but it was more the lies anyway. Like I said, it was like going around saying he did this because of this. He did it. it, it he just did it. You know, you got to own that shit. For me, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get you. I get oh. you there. It would have been so much easier if Jay would have, would have just held his hands up. Now, you know, I'm not going to come on here and, and just start slating the guy, you know, no. because I've known him a long time and he's deep down, he is a good lad. But I just he think did, and, he, and he should I, have I, come out and he should have owned it. And I said that as well today, Nath. I, yeah. I, I like Jay. I actually genuinely do like Jay. We've had loads of good laughs on, on Discord chats and stuff like that. I've, I've known Mickey for like eight years, always liked the guy. Uh, do I hate him? No. Am I fucking disappointed in them? Yeah. Has my estimation of them as managers in the game gone down? Fucking damn straight it has. Because if, if that's what you need to do to get your kicks, do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not interested in that. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's just... everyone's definition of fun is different. Exploiting the it game is, is, it isn't is. fun. But it's, 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 like, it feels it's, like an exploitation. I know it's not cheating. It does. It feels it does. like they've exploited a game. Yeah. And I mean, it's, 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 yeah, if if I was to sort of then after I beat Jay um, in the Champions League three 0 you have to ask the question: How would he feel if I then went to all the managers in our league saying Jay's doing quite well in the league? This is how you beat him. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what we're talking about here, and you don't do that. It's like a yeah, like Jay always says: There's ethics. There's ethics to the game. You don't do that. Um, yeah, you could talk about things. Obviously, you know, there's yeah, there's no rule to say you can't talk about tactics. But I mean, you know, you can't go around preaching ethics and the spirit of the game and then go and do that and say, oh, I was just looking for a fair. And it's always like it's been a continual different excuse each time. Um, uh, and, and and like me and I, I don't mind me saying, Nath, um, we, we tried. We tried really hard with him the other night to just get him to see what he's done wrong, you know, uh, um, this is my point. and stop, like, uh, yeah, wait, and, st wait, wait, and stop wait, wait, bullshitting, wait, stop bullshitting. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe he doesn't see that he's done anything wrong because of the desperation to win. That's what I was trying to tell you. We see it as wrong because of how we play the game. 
No, no, no. Maybe it's, he it's not so... it's okay, all fair in love and war kind of thing, and maybe he sees yeah. this as a war. Like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I don't want this podcast. No, no, no. You, a, you should. A, you should, a, mate. A shit on you Jack. should, because I normally do it. <laughs> I, think, I think we're looking at it from our eyes on how we play the game, and we play it for a bit of banter. Like, talking to Jay yeah. about where his head's at for the Champions League this year, with that, you know, what he's got thinking about with his dad and stuff, about where he wants to win it. You can hear he looks at this game very, very different. And I think he's just taking it way too serious. And I don't Agreed. think you're Agreed. ever going to get him to admit that he was wrong because I don't believe that he thinks he was wrong. He wanted to make sure yeah. Mickey put a good team out to fuck you up because he wants to win the Champions League. And like as wrong as what he's done is, he's exploited the game. I'm a little bit more disappointed in Mickey. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah, same, out there. same. I'm a little bit no, disappointed same. in the fact that he's let this happen. You know, he's a he's a grown-ass man and could have gone, shut up, I'm not doing that. You know, he could have done it. And I think he knows he could have done it. But that's, that's my opinion of the thing. But I don't think you're ever going to get Jay to admit he was wrong because I don't think he sees it. And I don't think he... I think he genuinely believes when he, when he answers back everything he's done that what he done would have been done in in any sort of yeah. love or war but no one looks at this game like a bloody war you know no and and that's i you know i completely agree with you and, and i think that's what we was trying to get to him last night was it, you can't say oh i wasn't looking for revenge and all that it wasn't a revenge thing when he's posted and and told explicitly uh managers that it, it was do you know what I mean? And then they've come to me and said, oh, well, I've actually spoken to him and that's what he said. And then that's what's in the screenshot. And it's just like, just, just be, just be honest, man. There's nothing wrong. But like I said, going back to it, that was the only thing I had problem with was phoning managers and saying, well, Terry done this. He, he, he was talking to Ross at Levante about how to play. He went to Mickey in the first game. And he was uh, encouraging to play a weak side. He did this. He did that. And it's just like, that's not me, man. I, you know, if you think I take the game that seriously that I would go to those lengths to stop someone, you greatly overestimate how much I give a fuck about it. But what I do give a fuck about is um, how I'm perceived because I'm, I'm a good guy. You know, I'm, you know, I'd like to think so. I'm, I, I banter and all that. But again, like I said, if you don't like it, just tell me, I'll stop. It's no problem. No problem at all. Um, you know, and I've, I've, I've apologized numerous times like on the forum for like even posting this shit. I didn't want to fucking do that. But at the same time, I feel I felt obliged to fucking sort of protect my own image in a sense, because, you know, I, I'd never do any of that shit. I just, I just wouldn't do it. It's just that's not me. That's not how I do anything in life. It's, it's you know, I, I'm very much a sort of an honorable guy. And yeah, I just want people to tell the truth. That's all. You, know, you don't need to fucking hide. We're all grown adults. Why? Why? Are people hiding behind truth? Just, right, just no, no, say it. Get it out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just a fucking game. And okay, yeah, I, I appreciate he desperately wants to win and he wants to prove that he's good and he wants to do something for his dad. Wonderful. Well done. Fucking bully for him. Great. But you don't have to go and spoil it for other people. We all pay money to play the game. We all put in effort and time and all that. You know what I mean? Just be, be, be cool. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to go that fucking far. And it's just, at the end of the day, it's just fucking disappointing. Do you know what I mean? Really disappointing that, like, two guys that I genuinely consider friends and probably would have gone for a beer with that, like, I, I wouldn't trust either of them as far as I could throw them. Would I talk to them again? Of course. Yeah, no problem. But I'd never fucking trust either of them. So that, you know, that's, 
yeah, well, well, trust what they say. Sorry to me. If, if one of them came up to me, oh, it's such a habit. I'd say, yeah, okay, mate, see you later. Just I wouldn't wouldn't get involved. Not interested. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have, again, like if any of you guys want to say any more on the matter, um, Nathan or whatever, um, Andy. Andy's been a bit quiet. I'm not falling asleep. Over, over to you, Andy. <laughs> Do you know what? I just no pressure. <laughs> listening is interesting. And said I've I've obviously read the forum. I don't go on the forum loads, but I've been trying to get a few deals done with another team. And uh, yeah, so I obviously have seen what's on the forum. I've had a read through, and I obviously have my opinions. And again, you're right. It's it's disappointing in the fact that this is a game we play. This is a hobby. Yeah, you know. We all share the same hobby, um, and you expect, you know, some level of decorum, you know, within the game. And as much as yes, it's not cheating, it is just so bloody disappointing to see from experienced managers. You know, it's not like these guys are have been around for this game only. These guys have been around for a while now. Yeah. You know, would they like it to happen to them? No. You know, if someone done it to me, would I be in the same position as you? Yeah, I'd be absolutely livid. I mean, obviously, I get people message me. I get people asking for advice. And I'll always give advice. I'm never going to yeah. say no to giving advice. But I'm not going to sit here and pick someone's team. I'm not going to do something no. to affect the outcome of a game. If someone's messaging me saying, look, I can't, I really can't seem to get a win. What, what, what do you suggest I do? I'll give them advice. Yeah, but I'm yes, never going to yeah. influence out, the outcome of a game because I don't feel that's right. And if someone messaged me asking that, they probably won't be messaging me again yeah. because they'll be, they'll be on my block list. Because yeah, that's I, I, not the I, way I, I play the game. Yeah, I agree, mate. I've had I've had people. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, we've all done it, haven't we? Um, I've had people come to me and say, like, what like, do you what do you think makes me, offside trap works? And you sort of say, well, I think it's this. Do you know what I mean? Or they might say, oh, I'm thinking of playing this. Yeah, do you think this will work with my players with these stats? I'm like, yes or no. But I've never gone out and said, oh, by the way, you're playing um, Getafe next week. He plays this, so you should play that. I, I think yeah. that's that's a grey area when you're like, mm-hmm. well, is, is that guy managing the team or are you managing the team? Yeah. I mean, I, you know I, I, mean? I, I was talking to someone in my league this week. I won't say it was. And, he, and I was talking to him. And I just yeah. said, look, look, mate. I said, stop playing this tactic because this tactic is causing you problems. I've got to play this guy in three weeks' time, so I probably shouldn't have given him the advice. (laughs) But I've just said to him, look, don't play that tactic. That tactic is what's causing you to bother at the minute. You're inviting yourself into... You're inviting pressure. You're causing problems for yourself. Now, if I I wanted to be a bit of a a knob about it all then I would have I would have just ignored the conversation and as I said I've got to play him in three weeks time two weeks time whatever it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something I could have completely avoided but you know at the same time these guys they pay their money and what's going to happen if they if, if they're not getting what you know some form of result whether it's a draw or a win or you know they're not going to win every game I'm not going to win every game but as much as you you'd like to I'm not going to message someone to change the outcome of a match. No. Simple as that. And that's where it's got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. You'd hope. Yeah. It's so, like you said, it's social decorum, isn't it? Really? The guys have got to own it now. You're fucked up. Put your hands up to it. Move on. Simple as that. 
Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I, I'd like to do. That's why I said, yeah, we, we could touch it. We don't need to make the whole podcast about it. We'll, we'll move on in a sec to, to talk about some other stuff. But it, it was just like, obviously, it was going to be discussed. Um, and I just want to make it clear that, like, you know, I've, I've said it on the forum. I, I didn't, you know, if the guy said, like, you know, if Jay came out straight away and said, look, I fucked up, you know, I, I, I wanted to sort of help out or something like that. And, you know, maybe I went too far here. You, you'd be like, oh, okay, fair enough. No problem. You know, probably a bit pissed off, bit bit pissed off that he's he's done, you know, gone to someone and, and done that. But yeah, you, know, you get on, with on it. the flip side. But would he have done that? It, probably not. Would he have done just, that? Hypothetically, I'm saying, yeah. No, but what I mean is, oh, would sorry, he have done that if, say, you, Mickey, and him were all sitting on eight points? Would he have done that then? Well, here's here's the other flip side to it. If I was playing Mickey next. If just for uh, oh no, let's let's say no, the wrong one. If I was playing, I'm, I'm playing Leipzig next. Now, if Jay's qualification rested on my result against like me stopping Leipzig, and then I fielded, you know, Leipzig had a word with me saying, oh, "I want to go through." Yeah, you're out, tell. And he asked me to field a weakened <laughs> side against him. How would everyone feel about that? Yeah. Out of curiosity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it's 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 completely undermined. Like now, now I feel bad because I, you know, it, it, before all this happened, if he had won the Champions League, I've been happy for him and the Don. Now it's tainted because yeah. has he, you know, has he deserved to go through? That's the question, isn't it? Because you know, if if I'm playing what I should have been playing by what Mickey sent originally, I'm probably sitting on eleven points going into the final game. Now we don't know whether he would have qualified or not. He probably he's pretty much dead cert on to qualify now. But yeah, it, it's it, yeah that that's a that's an interesting sort of um, take on it though. Is is how would he feel if I had if if it, him qualifying result rested on me getting something out of the Leipzig game, and then I fielded a second string. That's an interesting way to look at it. You know, um, yeah, you know, especially. Flip, I mean. You, you've got to have respect for yourself as well, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was, I was a bit surprised when Mickey sent me the the team sheet that he'd sent and that he fielded a, a weakened side. I didn't expect that. Um, does it happen in real life? If a team is completely out, would they would they field a second string or a weakened side? Let's say most likely, most likely to be honest. You know, you yeah. If you're in the Champions League and you're out in real life. Are you going to carry on playing your best players in the last two games, or are you going to give the kids a chance and your second string? You're probably going to do that, you know. So again, it's it's one of those things. It's a grey area. It's a grey area. Is it like Daryl said? Is it cheating? No, I don't think it is. And I, I've said that. I've said that clear to Ben. I've also said, by the way, just just so it's out there that you know, because um, other people were kicking off on the forum about it in the original, which wasn't the intention. But I said. Like I don't believe he should be banned. I don't believe Mickey should be banned. I don't think there should be any points. Like Jay's ten points in the Champions League, he's earned them. He's won those games. They shouldn't be touched. Same as in the league. He's 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 where he is on merit. It's just, yeah, it's just shit. It's just a really shit thing to do. And like like I say, just own it. Own your mistake. Yeah, you know? it's simple as that. Are we good to move on from there. Everyone happy with that? Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's move on then. Um, so I was, I was asking the guys on the um, on the main forum to, uh, well over the last few days about sort of their, their takes on the game, how they're finding um, 
uh, game one to one in general, things they like, things they don't like. And I thought, you know, there's some interesting points. And I thought it's like some bits and pieces that we could touch on to there. Um, I think one of the sort of uh, first ones that sort of came up was from Mark Rohn. And he was sort of saying how like the biggest issue for him in game one to one is the presence of the Asian and American leagues. And he says, what is the purpose of this in, in the game? They are unmanageable, which would uh, be understandable if they had some function. Um, for example, I, he, say, he says, I have previously suggested that um, the members of these leagues become non-selling teams. They could keep a high standard level of players in the squad and only sell one player uh, at, at turn 26 each year, like un- normal unmanaged sides in manageable leagues. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? I, th- I think it's just paper filler, no? Yeah, it feels I like it. it I, I, I get what he's, I, I get what Mark's saying though. It's it's, it's available though. Yeah, I yeah. would instantly take American team like Insta. I would even consider M- MLS Grats to take an MLS team. Like straight. I, I'd be up. I'd be interested in like a Bock of Juniors or a River Plate. I, I think I'd be interested in something like that. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, sorry, gone. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> First, firstly, you know, um, Boca Juniors is a massive step up from uh, Stan Gratz. But yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'd go. I'd go for a for a River Plate, definitely. If it was if it was to be bought in, then yeah, without a doubt. But again, I, like I agree with Daryl that it's, it's paper filler. Sorry, Daryl, say that again. Maybe it's a test run to bring them in. Maybe he's opening up. Or maybe Hope, he's just hopefully. see how he, if he can process them or something. Maybe he's put them in there to like see them run in the background. You know, maybe there's more going on that we don't know. Because I think that would be great to open up to, like, world teams. Yeah, be awesome. Well, this game, I think the Northern League, wasn't it? So, who knows? Next game, it could be. Yeah, it could be a turnaround. He's got the Northern League in. He's got these three running in background. Maybe he's testing, can I run the whole bloody lot? You know, why not? Opens games up, then it opens more teams available. As I say, yeah. I would mm-hmm. jump on MLS mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a heartbeat. Absolute heart. Uh, it's, it's interesting um, you, you guys sort of say that because it's something uh, Lewis touched on. He he commented on it saying like he, he's found uh, he's had a lot of ups and downs this season, um, uh, but he's found a spark downs, again. Right? With um, <laughs> yeah, he's found his spark and a bit of hunger again with some deals that are being done for for his Ajax side. Um, yeah, and the ambition is just to stay up. He he says, but he, he said what he'd love though is for more leagues to be opened up. The demand for sides is clearly still there. Uh, would have to ensure that they are not given cash or points, though. Almost like an anti-Northern league would be a great test for anyone uh, wanting to uh, wanting another side to literally start with nothing so late on in the overall lifespan of the game. It's an interesting point. Um, would 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 that be interesting to you guys? Like taking a, a team with nothing really and sort of having to sort of do it the hard way. Wouldn't be detrimental to the leagues already available. So there's a lot of teams now that are in the fourth division. And if you're still in the fourth division come season four, people are probably already thinking about, nah, that, that's me done. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's either going to open up one of, go one of two ways. They'll either go, actually, yeah, there's a new opportunity. Let's go with that. Or they're going to go, you know what? It's time for me to walk away. So yeah, it could be I a good thing. At the same time, it could affect other leagues. Yeah, I think it would, it would, the knock on effect of that wouldn't, right? It sounds great. But when you actually get down into it, I don't think that would be a good idea. Mm, my voice is going here, boys. We're fading. We're fading. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts, Dave? 
Um, to be fair, I think that um, Andy's right. That it could have a detrimental effect, you know. Mm. Um, but it would be it would be interesting. I mean, like you say, how many people would ditch their team to go over? You know, we we don't know. We don't know. Uh, if people are, if people know, are putting three season tickets down, team, then like, but I don't know. Let, let me let me take the um, the devil's advocate uh, seat Finally. away from uh, from from Daryl for a bit. Get back to, to get back to my favourite. Let me wedge that splinter up my ass again. Um, <laughs> so, would there be the allure for uh, like an MLS? I think there's going to be a select few because I know like you you from your M- um, your football manager side, mm-hmm. Daryl. You you like a little bit of M- MLS action. It. Absolutely. Love um, but with a lot of the guys want cash to do stuff with, they want uh, UE points to to do something with. Do you think the allure for those leagues would still be there, with with no like like Lewis says, with no cash and no points? When you think like we've only been able to manage European teams since anyone has played this game, I think the allure for world teams would be there for the old hats, which would then open up European bigger teams for new people. We, we've all managed in almost every league, probably. Between the four of us, we've got all leagues covered. You probably, yeah, over yeah, time, yeah. we've played the game. So the thought of we can take a Shandong or we can take a Palmeiras would appeal to us more than wanting to be, be, go big for like a Man City or a Paris Saint-Germain if it was open up, which would then open that up mm. for newer guys. They would be able to get the Leicesters and West Ham's and, you know, middle of the table because we wouldn't go for them, you know? Like we all know if there was a new game with Asian, North American and South American leagues going up, probably all four of us would say to Ben, I'll take one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and probably yeah, would yeah. because it's different to the game, yeah. which would then open up all these... Different angle, isn't it? From new people, I think it would open up newer people would be able to get bigger clubs. You know, I'd, I'd be happy to take. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you, mate. I think I would be happy to take one. <clears> I'd <throat> be really interested, like an MLS side or a South, like a Boca Juniors or something like that. Um, I think I'd like some cash, not like ridiculous. Like you, yeah, you take some Division Four sides in this game, you got like two, three hundred million, but like something to play with, like to be able to spark that bit of life in the transfer market and for other managers and be like, well. You know, like if if you got fifty million, yeah, you could be going up to these managers, and you're actually having to negotiate them because they'll know you're limited and be like, well, look, I'm not giving you the full fifty million for one player, but this guy you're offering is like twenty to forty million. I'll give you twenty two and a half, and yeah, a bit of haggling could be some could be interesting. I, I like it. I'd like something like that. Would um, you do that in this game though? In as in one two ooh, one? Yeah, you couldn't do it. Right if that was to come up now, would you do it? Maybe, maybe. I don't think you would. Just, just purely because I think like my I've my my games of you tell, I don't think you would do. No, 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 no. I think I would purely because I think my sort my. You would say that team straight back saying, no, mate, there's no ten speed. Nah, no <laughs> uh, early doors that'd be a no go. But um, I think where I'm at now, where like I feel like my Lisbon side is settled, and I can't see myself doing many deals other than maybe like one or two, very rarely one or two a season now. Um, when the opportunities arise, I can't see a great deal of me doing much. It's just going to be developing now because I've got a lot of pop players uh, and gold karma players. So it's just a case of doing that for me. Uh, I, but I, I like the thought of taking someone sort of kind of shit in like, but where it's new, not, it hasn't been touched by someone else. And, and like, you know, maybe a few other got managers jump in and we all have a bit of a laugh. And again, like I said, that bit of haggling, that bit of banter between managers, like, because these managers are going to be wanting to sell because they want the cash for points and stuff like that. 
You know, I, I think it could be interesting. I think, oh yeah, I'd be up for it. If you wanted to take someone shit though, told you, why not take Arsenal? <laughs> oh, <laughs> motherfucker! Sorry, what? Three nil? What? Sorry. Oh, sorry, I forgot oh, there were two games in there. Ah, no, no, you're you're, you're, you're wrong. No, he, he, he's stick together. <laughs> You don't... He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't support Spurs anymore. He doesn't like Spurs anymore. Oh, he likes Spurs. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sacked Mourinho to get the B Tech Mourinho. Hey, uh, uh, come on, play nicely. This is a three on one now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the next sort of bit uh, was from Andy, uh, who manages Atalanta and FC Lati. He. Um, he sort of said like, hey, he's been struggling, but he's enjoyed the game and. Um, yeah, he's still he's still there, plugging away, trying to make small improvements in that, uh, and and try and get away from you know and push on and do better. He said like he thinks uh, the game itself is the best one he's ever played. The switch to four division he thinks is really positive. Um, that'd be interesting to get your take on that, guys, in a sec. Um, the balance between the really good and the really bad at the start was um, was not as far as uh, well, it was not far. It had been perfect. Um, with a few tweaks, he thinks Ben, which Ben is aware of, he thinks the next game would be really, really good. Uh, his only concern is he thinks the amount of 10-speed players should be reduced somehow for the next game, as it's not even close to being realistic uh, currently. Something, something uh, that's meant to, that means less deals are blocked when both the managers involved DC levels are higher would also help. Um, what's your take on those sort of points? Uh, obviously, 10-speed players, num- the number of them being reduced, uh, something to stop uh, deals being blocked when DC levels are high. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, like, uh, do, you, do you feel like the four league, four divisions in, in, a, in, a, in a certain area is, is good? Mm-hmm. I love the four divisions. I think that's what's kept me in the game, to be honest, because I love to go for a team that's in the bottom division and you've got that sense of achievement going through, all right, it's probably been easier going through than I anticipated, but <laughs> the ability to go from four to what to one is a lot more alluring than taking a team in the top division and trying to maintain and trying to challenge for the same things all the time. Um, so yeah, for me, the four divisions definitely. I think that's something that needs to carry on. Um, the ten speed, I hundred percent agree with. There's far too much ten speed when you go around the world football. How many players in world football are actually, would you put down as a 10 speed? You know? And yeah, yeah. My heart was a 10 it, speed this weekend. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a bit faster, isn't it? <laughs> you, just, you just don't. You don't see that many 10 speed. Well, you, you can look like at... Adama Traore, real life, would be 10 speed. Yeah? That's what yeah. him as the... Uh, uh, how many can match him? There is You're talking a handful, there. aren't you? Uh, yeah. You're talking a handful. Carl Walker in his prime, probably. You know, like that level of speed. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. isn't there isn't seven or eight on every team, Triori's. And if Triori is the ten, you know, you have to you have to base it on that. For me, yeah. it should be. Yeah, it should yeah, feel no, like Triori, Triori and Mbappe are the ones that spring to my mind that are tens. Yeah. there's a handful, but like on their level of speed, not every team has one of them. Like they, when mm-hmm. you scout and you see a ten speed, it should be something that you're like, damn, it's so rare. You grab it for your youth team, you grab it for your reserves, you grab it for a project, or you know, you it should feel rare. It should feel like something that you really scouted proper. But then, 
But then should a 10 speed also affect value? Yes, I think so. If because you're if gonna you're going to say that, then it really should affect the value, shouldn't it? Yeah, and I think it should. Like, you know, you would, if you were bidding for a trial rate, a lot of the value would be on how quick that bugger is. Like, and it would, a lot of his value is based on, like, he's not his end product, is it? Have you watched him at Wolves? Like, good Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's dangerous for them. They, they play him for the 10 speed. But his end product is still a project. So, yeah, like, his value would be worth more than what he's actually worth because of how quick he is. But when you weigh up as well, the amount of points gone into this game on potential, on SAs, the number of players now that are double SA, you know, the ability to spend 20 points on someone on 10 speed, people don't really want to do it because there's so many in the game. Yeah. We'll take a lot of points out of the game by people actually having to put the points on to make that player 10 speed. It'll take a lot of cash out and it will take a lot of points out and you won't see the game flooded with pot players like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right interesting. Yeah, interesting point, mate. Angie, do you think? Do you still think ten speed should be purchasable? Same with aggression. Oh yeah, I think I think where it's at at the moment with the UE points is bang on. Twenty UE points is a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... UE points. You've got to save up a lot, and the teams no, that start off with them get a lot oh, of points. If, if if they if they want to put two players up to ten speed, that's forty points gone. If yeah, they've got 100%. 70 points, that's just taken out, what, four, five pot players? Five yeah, pot definitely. players? 100%. But I, I mean it more in the general sense of like what we're saying with there's too many uh, and it makes it unrealistic. If you have it you sort of lowered the amount of numbers, but it's still purchasable, doesn't that? I, I, okay, granted, yeah, it's expensive, but people will do that because obviously that it's such an important thing, it, it, you know, 10 speed, but... Uh, squirming here conversation you're not wrong he's clutching his mouse and squeezing it with 10 speed the only reason i swapped my wing back to whatever to 10 speed was because i found it was a better way to counter quick wingers if there wasn't that 10 speed would i have actually put the points on to make my wing back 10 speed no because i wouldn't have needed to Similar for me, I traded for, but I traded rather than. Um, I think I got in and took the only ones that were naturally ten speed. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got in there real quick on that, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll move on to well, that because I think Nate's going to need counselling after this. <laughs> in the Southern Division Four, and I've got not got ten speed in my defence at all, and I've got more points than all of the Southern Division Four. I know, knife. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> not being cocky at no. all. Okay, um, and the final final one I just want to touch on was uh, from Maxi. I'm going to pick bits of this, and I apologise, Maxi. It was a really, really long one. Uh, his thoughts of the game, has it's been a real eye, eye, uh, excuse me, eye-opener for him. Not only uh, for, for him, but for many other managers too, he thinks. He thinks uh, we can all agree the standard of management has increased massively, which it has and made it more challenging. However, in his opinion, he thinks the game is easier in terms of building sides with more UE points and little givens in in uh, that you even you know it, it implemented like a, an abundance of rest of the world bids for buying shite players. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's been? I I don't feel I don't feel I think yeah possibly building sites has been easier, but uh, I've I found that the game is better. Like it does feel like it's more tactical rather than 
you know, it used to be in the past, were all the guys who were really great at squad building would win most of the games and trophies and stuff. But I feel like now it's a lot more level playing field. But what, what do you guys think? Do you know what? Without having to, without wanting to have a dig at Maxi, um, which I'll, I wouldn't do publicly at all, um, he has. No, wait, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maxi, Maxi took on, is it Lilstrom? And yeah. I think he built the side a lot fuller pot and full of uh, double SAs, didn't he? You know, yeah, so, so. He's, yeah, only, yeah. he's only really had the one side in Everton to, to worry about. So, in, in that sense, he has had he has had it a lot easier. If he hadn't have chose that route, then he may have found it a bit harder. Interesting uh, point. I'm yeah. going to say, from a Division 4 team, I, it could have been more difficult to build, yeah. Is the game easier, though? I don't know if I'd call it easier, but it hasn't been difficult to make a team that I feel confident going through Division 3 and confident to go into Division 2. Like, I don't feel like I should be where my confidence is. But do I count that as easier? No, I don't think I've had it as difficult maybe as some Division 2 or 3 teams. I'm not going to lie. I think it was a little bit easier for clubs at the bottom, and I've said that before. A um, little bit. We held a lot more power than we've done against bigger clubs before, you know, uh, with the amount of points and stuff. Does that make it easier? Eh, I don't know. I don't feel like it's been easier. I still had to concentrate on every match. I don't yeah. take anyone for granted. Do you know what I mean? In my league or who mm -hmm. I'm playing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'd call it easier. It's not being as difficult, sure. But I, I don't know. Yeah, easier seems not the right word to use. Just to start with the Division 14, um, yes, you've got a lot. But then on the flip side to that, yes, it was... I, I haven't struggled to build a team. But on the flip side... It's hard because when these big teams suddenly start pumping out big names and big players, you've then got, well, what, there's six playable leagues? No, five. Four, four major playable leagues, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. So that's four lots of Division Four teams, all with a lot of money, all with a lot of points, all going for the same players. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you way up then you look at some of the the youtube videos that went up where they done their spins to see who determined got what player you know there could be 30 40 teams in that pot you get lucky once you're fine because you get one good player you can then swap them out for two good players or two team. players that will improve your team mm -hmm. and that's how you went on example of that with kante no, i mean kante changed yeah. his team completely yeah wheelstone yeah Whereas I had to kind of settle for a more mid-range player. So, I mean, as I spoke about on a previous podcast, I took... That's the first player, then. No. <laughs> well, yeah, Ericsson at the time, I suppose. But oh, God. We've all had that one, though. I took Suarez. No, 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 no. I never did. I never did. Never. No, but well, I took Concello, <laughs> and obviously he got me a kept, top player. You just kept just swapping teams until you got a team speed forward. Is that right? Do you know but then getting Concello for me was a good thing. You got a 10 speed wing back. Everyone mm. wanted. So it made it easier. I then swapped him for two good players. And that's where my team sort of evolved. It, it, it got yeah. better and better like that. It's the key to building, isn't it? Yeah. And you've got to get lucky at the beginning. There are some Division 4 teams that didn't get lucky. And that's why they're still where they are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, mate. Good point. Yeah, I, 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 I meant it from the side of 
like normally when you've gone into a game like this, the Division 4 team, you, you get a little bit bent over by the big clubs. They can be a little bit demanding on the swaps and who you put part on and SAs and stuff. Didn't need to do that this year. Like you couldn't, no. you couldn't, you couldn't stomp on a Division Four team a little bit like you could before as a bigger club. We held a lot more power. We're like, well, do you know what I mean? I don't have to do that. I don't have to swap him. Do you know what I mean? But I just, I just felt that bit was better. You know? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it was a case of well, if you don't take it, then someone else will. Yeah. <laughs> and just finishing on a couple of Maxi's points very, very quickly here. Um, he said uh, one of his what ifs was uh, he thinks it's a shame that there's several WhatsApp chats and discords rather than and, and the discord, sorry, and the forum. Um, and not, he knows not everyone will get on, but it's, it'd be interesting to be more appealing if like, obviously everyone was together in one place. Um, Absolutely not. You can't do that. No, no. Uh, I, I just, but, I do not. I like knows that better than anyone. There's just, there's so many opinions too much. and egos. It has to unfortunately split. And I think it's split well enough where there's been this is probably yeah. one of the most peaceful games for a while you know yeah very much I, I completely agree and i think like for me i i quit the main chat it wasn't anything to do with the egos i like all the guys in the main chat got no problem with anyone uh, well anyone in the game actually to be fair but um for me it was a case of like i would pop a player up for swap and someone would be like oh i'm interested and then like 139 messages later i've missed who said what and then it was right, just like a pain in the ass to go up and fight someone group is just, uh, oh man just it's just it was just some too of us much do. some of us just want like we don't want the banner and the bits in between i just you look in like the ue i'm in the karma one and it's literally just squads and cash and swap and there's no other conversation you know it's perfect for me yeah yeah that's I cool nothing against any of the guys in any other group it's just that i don't i don't care what they do at work in the afternoon at the end of the day it's more acceptable to everybody that's it. And I, I love the Discord, to be honest, because a uh, number of deals I've done on there where someone's like, uh, oh, actually, actually, perfect examples. Nath, I mean, we did a, uh, a swap for Ocon, I think, at the time. And it was a case of he messaged me saying, I like this guy. Do you like this guy? Um, like, yeah, I like him. He's like, can you pop on Discord chat for a sec? We'll refresh this out. And I think we did it in about like three minutes. That's it was how... like the quickest, quickest deal ever. And it was just nice to... And it was uh, I, with me. Like I need, I said in the group chat while we we're all chatting, I need a free roll. And he sent me. That was how we got the deal done for day. He's like, well, I need a keeper, it. and I swapped the keeper, and Day's now that's my it. second highest top scorer. Thanks, Day. Um, another uh, one of the changes Maxi would like to see is uh, uh, he says like go back to one manager, one team per manager. I I'd agree. I've, yeah, we've long said that on the podcast. Yeah, one manager per team. That's it for HFG. Um, but I, I think again, he would always like uh, just a cash only game. I, I just I can't see that. Um... I think Ben's done wonders to keep cash more relevant than many many games. Yeah, right it, it's a, a lot more relevant. Guy, pretty much. You don't. I don't swap a lot. I'm always a cash guy. But I think he's done wonders. This game has felt like everyone's been happy with cash. You know, for me, I think this is one of the best ones for a while, cash wise. Okay. Guys, do you want, do you want to, and then I'm going to just tap on, touch on the very last thing from him, which is more, I suppose, directed for me and Daryl. Uh, did you guys want to touch on that uh, cash only game? For me, would that would that appeal to you guys? No, not for me. No, no, I love, I, I love a swap deal. Yeah, same, very much so. Um, so uh, and the last one, Daryl, I think is probably more for us. It was a suggestion uh, for the podcast. He said, I used to be an avid listener. Yeah, he used to do his 5K runs listening to us. I don't really need either. I knew that one. Uh, sadly, he hasn't listened to it that much recently, but hopes to get back into it now. He's listened to the previous two, which he likes. Um, 
what he would suggest is maybe look into inviting more guests who are not on the small Discord WhatsApp group. As it's great to hear from other I've managed I, I feel like we mate, we have though. It's annoying because we try. If people Yeah, we try. People always say you know, I hear it a lot, same guys, this, that and the other. Some people just don't want to talk on it. We we, yeah. we have lists and lists of people we'd want to. Either they don't reply, they don't have a mic. You, know, you have to understand, like, I can't just have anyone on here. You know, there was a guy that we, we stopped listening to the Champions League thing because of the whistle back. There's a lot that goes into it. So please don't mm. think that we just have, like, a small pool and we just rotate the same guys. They have to want to do it for us to yeah, have them on. Very so much it's so. It's a little bit tiring that people think it's like a little boys club mentality. It isn't. We just have to go with the people that say, can we come on? If you want to come on, message Terry. We'll add you to the list. We'll happily and have all yeah, of you on. Yeah, just have 100%. a half decent mic and be available when me and Terry are. And, I, and actually chat. Me. Don't be shy. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's no need to come yeah, on and just go into done, a shell. We're not going to name any names. Yeah. I can think of two. There's, there's been a few where it's like trying to get blood out of a stone. <laughs> you know, so it's not anything like that. It's not because it's a WhatsApp Discord choice only. We have to pick people that want to talk, you know? Yeah, and I know it's hard as well because, like, I know one of them. I don't know who, who you're thinking of that. I know one of them, and he came to me after saying, "Oh, that was shit. I'm so sorry." And I was like, "Hey, man, it's, it's, yeah, you tried." And you guys, I was just shy, and I was just like, "You don't need to be, man. It's just just mates." And he's like, "But it's going out, and people like, are going to listen to me." And I was like, "Okay, I get that. That's cool. That's you know? cool." And that's the thing we have to, you know, you have to take in. It's not. It's not just we. We ask someone, they say yes, and that's it. Is there's a lot more around it? You know, maybe they haven't got a microphone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What can they do? How can they come yep. on? Not everyone has a mic that they can talk into that sounds half decent. So That's it. Uh, and uh, the only other thing that was sort of mentioned was uh, Fifey asked if he could be, uh, did we want him to be the third member of the podcast? And obviously this, I think this is going on from, obviously Faddy has left permanently. He's left yeah. UE, he's left the podcast. Um, all the best to Faddy. He's he's like, you know, he's he's literally bits. living the dream. You know, he's doing absolutely the amazing. They haven't won two, in like two, two years or something, and he's won, won two, two out of three. Yeah, he's won two out of yeah, three yeah, games. Doing, and they hadn't won a game doing in two really years. Well. Like, yeah, I followed them all everywhere now. I'm I'm all I'm all team Faddy now. <laughs> yeah, I've been following him on his, on his Insta, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. uh <laughs> it's really nice. Um I I yeah, for me, I, I think I think because we're sort of we're not sure on the podcast and i like the longevity of it <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> yeah what we're gonna do whether we're carrying on to season four i mean like early doors this week i just yeah. i didn't want to do it at all ever again to be yeah, honest um people, uh, you know, we, were, <clears throat> we have to understand like we did this <laughs> as a again. three like i know it may not and i know there's a lot of banter but for fatty to be gone permanently like it was all right us covering because we fatty was like oh, i can do once a month or i'll pop in when i can when i see you in the chat and stuff so it was all right like we did this as a three to lose fatty is a, is a little bit of a kick in the nuts because we we've always done this as a three from the very very beginning so it is a little bit funny um, and it was his baby yeah and it was fatty that come to yeah. me and terry and now all of a sudden it's just me and terry and we're like uh so what we're what i know will happen is we're going to have guests on to get through the rest of this season and during that 10 weeks or eight weeks, whatever it is, me and Terry will will talk about what how we want to do it. Because as I say, if we get another eight load of guests on, there's not a, a massive pool that you think of people for us to go to. Um, to get through a whole season might be difficult, um, but we'll talk if we want to do it. Because I don't know if I want to do it with somebody else permanent because it was like Faddy's thing. 
And I think that would, I don't know if I could do that, you know? Um, but we will do the rest of this season and we will have guests. So I'm guessing that's as far as we are. And that's honestly, we're not trying to, you know, brush it off. Yeah, I think, I think we'd have to interview, to. wouldn't we? We'd have to fairly interview for the job yeah, for exactly. the first part. Yeah, you know, exactly. Fit sister. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and no Red Bull. No Red um, Bull, please God. Yes, yeah, so I think that's where we're up to with that. I mm. think, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, so we was going to announce, that was like the main thing we wanted to announce, obviously, this shit with um, my game, obviously, you know, sorry about that. But the main thing was, um, obviously, Faddy's definitely left UE. Mm. He's left the podcast. Um, I'm, I'd like Daryl to maybe see if we can maybe sneak him in for like a Christmas one or something, just for, yeah, I'd like to get if, he's, if he's free, I think that'd be wonderful yeah. to bring him back in for like one, maybe two, just for a laugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I, yeah, I, I don't want to speak for you. I think you pretty much summed up most of what I was thinking. Though, I, yeah, just see how it goes. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with you, mate. Totally agree. So I think we're going to just finish up uh, with transfer roundup and uh, yeah, maybe so one of your stories. My voice. Oh yeah, and then I'll tell you about my weekend in black. Uh, <laughs> this week's. So this is going to be the end of my voice doing Dave's transfer roundup. This will be the end. Uh, this going to sound like Joe Pasquale in the end. Yeah. Real Betis spent a club record 95 million on Port Vale's Mario, who is a 28-year-old, 103-39 free roll with three kicks. That is nearly 20 million over max. Does have a nice AR of 83%. He started the game as a 94-35 playmaker on right mid at Inter Milan and has had his speed increased to nine whilst at Port Vale. Uh, Trasponspor spent a massive 70 million on 108-38 right mid saunders go on me i'm off this week from dynamo minsk he also has flair and is a 36 free roll as well sadly it's not daryl saunders as that would be a bargain for the newly turned 50 year old cheeky sod i'm 40 <laughs> thank you uh this week's top uh, swap deals ajax actually won this week again can you believe yes you read that correctly and to celebrate they did a major deal that sees sarana baz arrive from lazio 24-year-old, 104-39 right left forward with flare pot and 10 speed. They let go Camavinga. Ooh, brave. Uh, 101-36 PL, CM and AM with composure, determination and pot. And the Haas, 108 up on arrival, 39 centre-back with height and pot. Um, Ajax got old boy Lucas Oliva as well to add to the L's that they're having lots of this season. Yes, <laughs> the word on the street is Serrano Baz has already been swapped and was the only reason he was signed by Ajax. Interesting. Another big player on the move this week was Sosa, 22-year-old, 104-40 centre mid with pro leader and pot. He joined Dynamo Zagreb from Real Betis. It cost Zagreb a massive three players. Antonio, 21-101-37 left forward with GSI and pot. Perea, 23, 2302, 36 centre mid with pot. And Binder, 25, 37 centre mid, 36 right mid, 35 playmaker. Are the players joining Betis? That's a nice deal. I like deals. And the Dave Hammond transfer nice. special. Rio Ave signed the beast that is Soyunko. And they got him. 26, 40 centre back with determination, resilience, and pot from Monaco as they get Val- Valdio. 19 years old, 103, 37 left back, centre back with pro leader and pot. Benassi, 26, 105, 37 right mid with composure. Pot 
Monaco have had a couple of seasons to forget, but seem to be picking up. So a massive move for most clubs. I'm amazed to say that Son Yunko is also on the move again this week in the transfer merry-go-round. Damn. There you go. And that's it for this week. So, yeah, the reason oh, Blackpool. I, sound, <laughs> I sound like death is I've been in Blackpool since, you know, Friday, which is why this is out, not on Saturday, obviously. Um, celebrating my birthday with some mates, like seven of us. First of all, Blackpool's a shithole, an absolute fucking shithole. Um, but, yeah, I probably consumed 30 to 40 Red Bulls, smoked a lot of cigarettes. I've sung a lot in Pop World. Like, I've been to Pop World two nights running which, you know, is an experience at 40 years old on its own. Um, but, like, I'll give you one story. At the end of the night, sitting there waiting for kebab. You know, we're chilling, you know, waiting for taxi with a kebab. There's a group of girls sitting in office of, off, uh, uh, opposite us. One of them, rather large. She's a big girl. Do you know what I mean? But she knows she's a big girl. She's not trying to hide it. She appreciates it. It looks like her heel snaps and she loses her balance and she starts stumbling backwards and she crashes right through the kebab window. Like she went through the window. She was so big and the momentum of her like losing her thing. I have never Fuck. seen someone been that big as just gone through <laughs> a window. It was like a movie. I was did she, did she like, come at it like a wrecking ball? Oh, her mates. The thing was, all her mates started laughing. Nobody could really believe what we had seen, you know? Like she just crashed right through. Ah, oh, it was an experience. It's been a hell of an experience. Like, it always is. I seem to, even sober, I seem to fi somehow find these weird fucking places, you know? So, uh, yeah, I watched, a, I watched a fat girl fall through a window. So, there you go. That's what you get. Well, there you have it. <laughs> There's a few more, but it's this, you know, kids might be listening. No, another day when you got your <laughs> yeah. voice back as well. Yeah, yeah, when, <laughs> when I don't feel like death and I'm about to pass out in a Domino's pizza. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Well, uh, thank you, Nath. Thank you, uh, Andy, um, for coming on. It's an uh, absolute pleasure having you boys on. And thank you, Daryl, as always, mate. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you all, got, all you guys soon. See you later.